Welcome to The No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of The No with me, Nikki Spo. First of all, I want to thank all of you who listen to my show. So many of you DM me to let me know your takeaways and it means the world to me. I also see you guys rating and leaving reviews and that just blows me away. Spotify has a new rate and review situation, which I'm super grateful for because it used to only be available on Apple. So thank you guys for tapping into that. It's so reinforcing for me and I just wanted to take a second to let you know that I see you and I appreciate you. So today I woke up with the word hope on my heart. Um, A couple weeks ago, I had the opportunity to speak with the Miami Heat dancers about building your brand. And as I began to define myself, I realized that one of the main ways that I identify is as being a keeper and a deliverer of hope. And uh, that was not always the way for me. On the contrary, I used to be quite hopeless. And I feel like this is a good moment for me to include a trigger warning because I'm going to discuss some of my darker days and what that felt like for me. Uh, Some of the dark thoughts that I share might be triggering for some. So if you think that that may be you, I want to encourage you to take pause and careful consideration before tuning in. That said, I think it's easy to look at my life from the outside and assume that things are and have always been great. I mean, that's what social media is and does, right? It curates our most wonderful experiences. And to be honest, like that can be so wonderful in a way. Like we get to share our happy memories and experiences with our friends and network. Like that's, that's beautiful. But it can also be like very misleading because our nature as humans, is to show the highlight reel of our lives. Um, We almost never have an inside look to what's going on behind anyone's closed doors. Ever since I was little, I always had the sense that I was great, special, amazing. Of course I did. I was a child. That's what children do. The world revolved around me. My world, right, revolved around me, as it does for many children. And as I grew up and I experienced life and learned difficult and beautiful lessons, I started to let the world make me smaller and smaller. That's my experience. Um, I have always been prone to depression, um, and I've always experienced some level of anxiety, And as many people know, I found ways to cope with all of those difficult feelings. Ultimately, as an adult woman, a wife, and a mother to two little children, I found myself in a deep abyss, like a darkness that was all-consuming. Pause, right? I need a minute on that. On that note. Um, you know, sure. I had postpartum anxiety. Sure. I had the huge life change that was having children, but I was not okay. And I remember feeling like my soul lost its purpose. It used to be really hard for me to talk about this. And I'm like, I can like feel the healing because today it's not as difficult for me to talk about this, even though it wasn't that long ago. So My experience was that I no longer believed that I had a purpose on this earth. I woke up some mornings and no matter how amazing my life was, which objectively it was and still is, no matter how wonderful my husband and children were, 
my family who loved me. I could not come up with one single reason on why I was present. I think back to that time and it makes me very, very sad. And spoiler alert, there's a happy ending. <laughs> well, a happy transition anyway, I like, as I don't know if I believe in endings and even if I did, this sure as heck ain't it, sisters. It ain't it. This is not the end. This is, we're on the up and up over here, okay? But um, this does have a happy transition for what it's worth. Obviously, like I have discussed in episode 10 and so many other episodes that I hit a personal rock bottom and that I started to get help. I actually decided that I needed help. And I think that's hard for us in a lot of ways because like our ego is is at play here in a lot of ways. Um, I think that getting professional help can be tremendously beneficial. Part of my journey involves seeing a psychiatrist to help me regulate some of my big feelings with medication. Like that's my experience. And today I am so grateful for it, but there's no one right answer. You know, I, I had a myriad of ways of finding assistance. The point is that I was finally willing. Instead of feeling like the pain of living was worse than the pain of not, um, I began to build up the courage to face my life head on, to believe in myself and in the goodness of others. Like that was really hard for me, like believing in the goodness of myself and the goodness of others. Personally, I call this divine intervention in my life. Like I was willing to let that divinity help me in the form of in the form of people, places, and things. I think some of the biggest aspects in my road to hope were the following. I'm going to give you four things that really helped me. One, trusting the universe. I know it sounds corny, but today I know that there are no mistakes in my experiences. I am right where I'm supposed to be. I think about the lows that I have felt in my life. And I know that without some of them, I may not have journeyed to my current perspective on life, right? So the first thing that, that really, really helped me was trusting the universe or whatever you call that for you in your life. Two, the second thing that really, really helped me was admitting my mistakes with humility and asking for not groveling for forgiveness, allowing yourself, or let me speak about me, like allowing myself to be forgiven has been so powerful in my life. And I know that it takes tremendous guts. The third thing was also forgiving people, forgiving others. And that meant I had to forgive people who were sorry for what they did and the people who were not sorry. And people who didn't even know that they hurt me because forgiveness benefits the forgiver. It is freeing for the forgiver. The fourth thing that I, that I did that really helped me. I mean, I did so I did so many things like here's a really short list, right. <laughs> of like a condensed thing, like whatever condensed information of like what helped me personally. So number four is practicing gratitude. Another corny one, right? It's, it sounds so obvious. <laughs> but in the beginning of my healing journey, I received the advice to write down 10 things that I was grateful for every day. And I was like, what the fuck? 
there were some days that I was grateful for zero, zero things. And you want me to come up with 10? How about three? No, 10, 10, 10. So, so every day for 365 days plus, um, I wrote down often begrudgingly 10 things that I was grateful for. It was hard. I'm not going to lie. It was hard. Sometimes I would write things like having air conditioning or having a comfortable bed. Okay. Like I, I would have to really think about things to be grateful for sometimes. And it's, it's, it's sad, you know, I, like, again, like I, I'm, I'm sad that I felt that way because I know now, like man, my life is, I have so much to be grateful for in, our, in my life. And I think we all do. Um, but slowly I built up what I like to call the gratitude grit. And I started to feel grateful for the tiniest things like on the regular. I'm talking about like, I would feel grateful for traffic lights. I'd be like, man, I'd be driving. I'm like, thank you that we have these traffic lights. They keep us safe while we're driving. Right. Or like, I'd be like, man, I love this, this, this pair of socks. They keep my feet so cozy or like, yeah, my favorite one was having the comfortable bed. Like my, my bed, man, people are like, don't work in your bed. I love to work in my bed. I love it. It's like my favorite place in my life is my bed. Oh, and my space heater. Y'all cannot, I cannot forget how grateful I, I am for my space heater, but that's just me being funny and silly. But it really started to shift my perspective of the world, like having that gratitude. Slowly, it wasn't overnight, but slowly I became hopeful. Today, my life is filled with hope, like filled with hope. And honestly, I can look back now on my darkest moments and objectively see that even though I thought I was hopeless, I wasn't. My hope may not have been in full effect at the time, but it was there because I never gave up on myself. And I want to pause for a moment. If you are in a dark place and you need to borrow some of my hope, please do. If you think you may be in danger or are in an unsafe situation, please contact a medical or psychiatric professional. My experience is that my hopeless times and days have come full circle. My darkness paved the way to my light. Every experience that I have had has brought me to the woman that I am today. I know that in my soul. I truly believe that in my soul that you are here for, for a reason. And I'm not just talking about like on this planet, like, of course you are here for a reason. There are no mistakes, certainly not you. But I think you are listening to this specific episode for a reason because you believe in the power of hope and how it can change lives. So yes, today I am a keeper and deliverer of hope, but I was always a keeper of hope. Today I look to deliver it intentionally, right? Like maybe I delivered it unintentionally before, but it is my intention today to deliver hope to others. And in some small capacity, I think that I do. I get to connect with all of you. And let me also share something that helped me tremendously. Service, serving other people. If I feel like crap, I can try to put a smile on someone else's face. I can check in on a friend. I can help someone with something. The act of service has a boomerang effect. It comes right back to you in obvious and also not so obvious ways. Maybe your act of service today is sending one, someone this episode. Maybe it's texting someone, I love you, or 
You are important to me, out of the blue. Maybe it's taking your dog for a walk and not rushing it. Whatever your soul calls you to do. I believe wholeheartedly in the power of hope in our lives. And I believe that you can be a hope keeper and a hope deliverer too. Thank you for listening to my show, my loves. I love you and I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. Mm-hmm.